now. Welcome to Ziggy Gets It Wrong. Thank you. A Quantum Leap podcast. <laughs> I am keeping this. I'm Brian Levy. <laughs> That's Evan the Man. Hey. Casey the Queso. Howdy. Two more episodes. Ooh, another week, another pair of episodes that are mediocre at best. But I don't think they're not mediocre. They do establish some rules for the Quantum Leap universe. Uh, these are, and, and it's going to be mentioned a lot, the, the pratfalls, the pitfalls of 24 episodes. Yes. You're going to get some very mediocre. I can't imagine. Okay, so after watching these two episodes back to back and essentially watching my uh, wristwatch that doesn't exist, waiting for them to end so that I could finish up my note taking process. Um, I can't imagine watching something like this uh, in the days of, you know, network television, peak network television and yeah. getting excited for the next one. Being like, well, that was a lukewarm pork chop. Well, you weren't seven year old Brian Levy. <laughs> but there's also not a whole lot of great television. Like it, you no, say it's true. peak network television. We didn't really have a whole lot of choice. Yeah. It's not like you had better, lost. better than the 1970s. I will argue, but uh, yeah, this is 1989 America. And, uh, First episode, What Price Gloria? October 16th, 1961. Uh, historical events of note, Julia Child's Mastering the Art of French Cooking is released. Ooh. And Kim Wayans is born. Kim Wayans? <laughs> yes. I'm going to get you sucker. So this, the intro that. to this episode is the end of which episode? I forget. It's like a, a season one episode. Oh, yeah. It was the season finale of episode, or season one. Well, there's been a clip from this episode from the beginning of the show. Right. Uh, and I think episode nine ends with him leaping into gl- the not Gloria, but Sam, the female Sam. Yes. Who's in a bathtub. And then Gloria comes in and she's a little like, you ready for your first day as an executive? Miss executive secretary. Executive uh, secretary. Uh, this episode is very problematic in a lot of ways. It's, again, one of those times where uh, the only way feminism can be saved is if... Uh, middle-aged white man yep. uh, comes to save the day from the late 90s did we mention the uh time and place the t- detroit michigan october 20 1961 well we did i mentioned the date but not the location yeah mm. D- detroit i mean it's a good time to be in detroit yeah that's true uh peak gm car designs that's the focus of the the, the industry that she works in and the the arc of the story of one gloria uh, who's asking what price so gloria is a fucking idiot Gloria is, I think, what you might call a flibberty gibbet. Um, <laughs> yes. She <laughs> is... Fl- she is flibberty and gibbety. She is flighty in the way that only a young woman on television in the 60s can be. Uh, yeah. I just want a man to marry me and he's going to leave his wife. That's why I have my job in the secretarial pool, the steno pool, so that I can meet a man. So right. I'm 27. I'm withering away. It's Mad Men before Mad Men. Yeah. Kind the of. Thing. There are this. These two episodes have two highly unlikable women characters. You didn't like Michelle? From the no, episode? Michelle was fine. Okay. Her, oh, the mother. Her mom yeah, was, let's. We'll get to that. Yeah. Oh, I loved the mother. <laughs> I love the mother too, but she's very unlikable <laughs> for different like, reasons. But Gloria, Gloria, there is nothing to Gloria. And she is as one-dimensional, except for the fact that she sort of like changes at the very end. Right. But and, she is, yes, she is the flibbity-jibbity. And, and, and the other problem is you don't really get a whole lot of sense of who girl Sam was before boy Sam There's a lot in, of inference. Except towards the end, 
Like, you learn that she was really, you know, she had it in her the whole time. Casey, I said this to Evan. I, you were upstairs in the can. Uh, <laughs> TMI. I think, Casey, you're taking a shit. So, I think. He's not denying it. This episode codes <laughs> Girl Sam as gay. Let me tell you why. She never marries. She uh, adopts a kid. Okay. And she gets involved in activism. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds pretty gay. It sounds pretty gay. That's no. gay, bro. Uh, but, like, you know, and then there's the there's the whole Al is gay subplot. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hold on. Okay. Before I we get to that, I think we I think this definitely need to talk message. about that. I, I Well, to, to your point, I, at the beginning, I kind of had a vibe that the, the roommate situation not but not for any particular reason and to hear you say that that kind of makes me feel a little bit better here's another oh reason God. i hate gloria she continuously will not stop expounding the fact that girl sam is you're my best friend and and will turn on her in a second <laughs> and she does it like two or three times in the yeah, episode she says some very hurtful things um but yeah, so there is this other subplot running through the episode. Okay, so uh, Sam is now a woman. He's jumped into a woman. This is the first time. The first time. He's a hot blonde. And so I my immediate question was, okay, Al shows up and he's like, hubba hubba, I'm going to start rubbing one out looking at you right now, girlfriend. You look amazing. Al has and a I was lot like, of trouble. Okay, so we've established then as a rule, which we were previously unaware of, that to Al, Sam appears as the person that he is left into. Uh, I don't want to uh, spoil anything. They this break that rule. This is not necessarily a hard and fast rule. Okay. This it's a is, soft rule. Yeah, it, it's, pretty, it's pretty soft. Fucking stupid! Which is a problem Al also has in this episode. I would like to Being note soft. that when Al shows up, he is wearing a black and white ensemble with a pin that looks like those blinder shade sunglasses yes. that Kanye wears. Or, or Ray-Bans or something. Yeah. He, he wears a couple different sunglass pins, I think. So, uh, this is the first time that I can remember, or maybe it hasn't been mentioned before, but Dr. Verbena Beeks, uh-huh. the psychologist uh-huh. that uh, Al has to work with to deal with his latent homosexuality. Yep. <laughs> and it's funny because he was in the Navy. I mean, right? Oh, I guess he was, yeah, he's because he's an admiral. In he was the in Navy. The, he was in the Navy. You'd think he'd have to deal with homosexuality. I, I feel like it's a little... Support the truth. so overblown because he's like, oh, you leapt into someone who's hot and then... He is struggling to deal with it to the point where he has to go see a psychologist. Like, right. Is right. All right. It's easy to rectify. You're, it seems you're, extremely you're ridiculous. Hold, okay. Uh, question: If Sam, in his so as he appears to himself as a man, uh, starts jerking it, everybody else is just seeing it as a woman touching herself, or how does that work? I don't think they ever bring it up. No, they didn't, but they should have. Well, I mean, <laughs> but, they, but, but according to rules that are established later on. It's it's really his body because because well cause, it's really Sam's body. I mean, here's but... the here's the time to address that at the end. So of the like episode... to everyone else is just watching this girl like air jerk it. Yeah, and he is getting sexual pleasure. From... Whoa, <laughs> what? I don't know. I just didn't. I just didn't see it going this way. I because like there's that time that he had what I, the way I would have handled this is at the end of the episode when he goes to get the revenge. On the sexual harasser, oh, Gloria's yeah. boyfriend. Oh, God. As if the boyfriend, like, reached up between his legs and, and felt, felt like his dick. balls. Yeah. Ooh. That would have been a, a real uh, game changer. Uh, Al also states, Gushy and I haven't had time to feed any programs through Ziggy? Uh, what does that Who mean? Who the fuck is Gushy? And Gushy? 
I, I believe Gushy's got the bad breath. He's been mentioned. Before. Time yeah. to feed any programs through Ziggy, so that's why Ziggy does not make any predictions. But um, I mean, not that really, he really needs a prediction because you know you can just be like, oh, just you know what? Why don't you? Well, he he later going? shows up and says, oh, well, uh, Gloria's going to jump off a ledge, and you're here to prevent that. Which this is another instance in which Ziggy gets it pretty much wrong. Well, what did he, he kind of gets it wrong? What did Ziggy? I don't remember. I watched this episode earlier. What did Ziggy want? It basically said that this girl's going to kill herself. You got to you got to prevent the girl from killing herself. And then once he prevents the girl from killing herself, then he's like, "Oh wait, no, Ziggy wants you to get revenge on the boss." Oh no, no, Ziggy doesn't. Style. Ziggy didn't. Oh, want sorry, him God to. does. No, whatever. Sam wanted again. Very. Uh, you so know. is this is this an instance in which Sam is getting like what he wants in order to leap? There I don't might quite be get some it. psychological. You know, the big guy might have some psychological feelings about it. This is more of an art and not a science, the science project, you know? Uh, my favorite part, when uh, Ms. Stormer, Sam Stormer, yeah. says to her boss, Buddy, what's his last name? Stormy Samuels, what? No, no, Stormy Samuels. <laughs> Buddy something, Buddy Wright. She says, this is sexual harassment. And then he says, I don't know what that is, but I like the sound of it. Yeah, oh! right. <laughs> uh, I also like the mention of Christine Jorgensen. The first sex change operation? That, I was going to say, that went right over my head. I oh, was like, really? who the fuck is Christine Jorgensen? I believe she was a golfer. Okay. So Makes that's sense. why that... I was, like, uh, was going to go with that or tennis knows. player. Yeah. Uh, either way, I think it's great. I, I think <clears throat> Al is hilarious. This is just kind of the way these episodes are. Al is... He's especially disgusting in this episode because he's just like, I'm so... I'm, I'm popping boners to you, dude. And I, I mean, don't even right. know what to do so about it. Question. Is the only thing keeping Al from wanting to have sex with Sam... Is the fact that Sam, like, does he immediately, oh, nice, now that my friend's brain is in this hot chick body, right. I can finally go for it? Like, yeah, I don't get it. Lots of questions. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What am I, what else have I got in my notes here? The random date with Buddy and Gloria uh, is weird. And then the double date that the two besties and roommates go out with those, like, milk toast dudes. Well, with the purse slap. I mean, how are you going to not? And that's that's the scene that's been in the credits since for, the beginning yeah, of the since show. The beginning. Fun fact, the guy that uh, is um, uh, Gloria's date, uh, I read this on the uh, Quantum Leap uh, in the their wiki, the Quantum <laughs> Leap wiki, not the Wikipedia page, but like the one with, that has a page for. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it says that the ho- that the uh, boyfriend, the, the future husband of Gloria, mm-hmm. was the voice of Duckman's partner. Interesting. Yes, corn fed. That's a that's a very underlooked animated. Hey, program. maybe when we're done with the quantum, we can do of, Duck, Man. <laughs> Duck, Duck Man. We'll do the full USA Saturday Night lineup. Up all Man. night. Weird science. Other outfits that Al wore. He's wearing his uh, his cops. orange top with suspenders outfit again. He looks. He's, he's he got, likes he's his, got his repeat. Yeah, he loves his do you suspenders. Think, do you think Dean Stockwell took the uh, took his <laughs> wardrobe home? Yeah, probably. Because what I mean, else? I mean, 90s. how else is he going to buy clothes? It was the '90s. You could you get away with wearing other that. Uh, other notable characters from this episode. Peeping George. Yeah, <laughs> they, they hang themselves half naked out their window. Yeah. but it's his fault. Yeah, he's a peeper because he's trying to read the fucking newspaper the with sexual, his window open. The sexual politics of this episode are better than they could have been. Al also wears an eastery yellow and blue outfit in this episode. Gloria is fucking stupid. Uh, oh, the best part was when she confronts the wife. Oh, and the wife is like, listen, dummy, 
Yeah, we like, have an arrangement, so piss off. And what's funny is Gloria could have been like, "Oh, so wait, this is all cool. I can just keep doing what I'm doing," except that she hated it. So, right, like, right. I mean, but because you know, she thought that she was going to get married. But if what, she could have been a if she was a completely different character, if she was, if she, well, I guess it would be different. She could be like, "Oh, so I can just keep chilling? Like, we're cool." Yeah, that would have been nice. I would have sat down and had a martini with the lady. No, I don't. I don't know because she's a drunk. I don't know if that's. That all was I, a weird moment when the when the husband basically said to. Uh, uh, female Sam, like, well, when I get by the time I get home, my wife will be too drunk to even talk to her. And she bangs the tennis instructor. It's like, okay. Uh, all right, moving right along oh, to the, the well. The one scene that really bothered me uh-huh. was when uh, the roommate is arranging the date with the the boss, and then Sam comes in, and they're like, "Here, walk the yeah, dog." Walk the dog, <laughs> like bubbles. Uh, they were making fun of her. Uh, yeah, yeah, wearing kids. I'm gonna Weird. go for a power walk. All right, next episode is entitled "Blind Faith," February 6, 1964. No notable events. What? Wh- uh, what? Other the, than the Beatles? The Beatles on Ed Sullivan. I mean, that was on the episode. I'm talking about other things. Oh, the, gotcha, that was gotcha. also not February 6, 1964. I think it was like three days before that or something. So okay, it well, starts February 6, sure, and then within gotcha. the span of the episode, the Beatles are in on the Ed Sullivan show. Uh, okay, so this episode sets up another rule that Sam's body that he's inhabiting is not necessarily affected in the same way that the body that he's inhabiting normally would because he shows up inside of a blind pianist and is able to see. It would And has to pretend that he can't. Uh, not, <laughs> oh, another instance, uh, two episodes back-to-back in which uh, Al, it is made clear that animals can see Al yep. for some stupid reason. I, I think it's the dumbest thing ever. Brainwaves or something. So we've got a, a seeing-eye dog named Chopin that can it's, see it's, Al. Would the episode be better if Sam had to be blind, if Scott Bakula had to play blind? Yes and no, because the, one of the central conflicts was the mother of the love interests versus him and him not being blind and her saying that is a scam oh we got to talk about this mother so one of my favorite characters in all of film and she gets maybe four minutes of screen time is joanna gleason in boogie nights playing dirk diggler's mom okay and i feel like this this episode was a trial run. Do you remember in Boogie Nights how she's so mean? Yeah, she's like, terrible. You're never going to go anywhere. You're right. nothing. Yeah. You suck. You're the worst. And his dad just like wants to reach out and probably could have saved him, but like just doesn't because yeah, that he mom runs away and becomes a porn star. It's so terrible. Well, I feel like this mom was just like uh, Dirk Diggler. She also has a knack for just showing up places and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, put a bell on that being bitch. a total bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Always stick it up on people. She shows up at the blind pianist's apartment. Uh, out of the blue, and accuses him of not being blind. Yeah, and then she shows up on the stage, oh, just puffing away on a cigarette. That cigarette scene where the where the uh, the the bald usher or whatever, He's you like, know, stage ma'am, manager, ma'am. Uh, excuse me, miss, you're you're not allowed to smoke back here. And all she had to be like is, oh, okay, thanks. And she just looks at him, and, like, and looks at him, yeah. and keeps on smoking. Yep. And well, she eventually puts it out, but then. Like another one as when, when she's basically like your boyfriend's a fucking sham. He's not actually blind, bitch. And then she's like, "Why are you being so mean to me? I hate you." And she just fucking hits her right in the face, Ooh. slaps her real hard. And then when the girl runs away and Sam's all like, "Oh no, I gotta fix this," she lights up another cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> so satisfied. Stone cold, bitch. <laughs> uh, 
I do not know I how. Did, I did love it though at the end. I, I, I don't hate. Listen, when, I don't hate her when she completely just like makes it all about her again. She's like, no, you know what? I don't. I got a life. I, I could I, go get laid if I want. Yeah. You know what? Maybe it's time that I I pushed you off on a man. But apparently they were blinding people <laughs> as late as 1964. Not only that, but when you get blinded, what you see is feathers flying at a camera yeah. in a weird light tunnel. Uh, <laughs> Unless you're on Walking Dead and it looks like a giant butthole. Ah, there you go. Okay. Uh, so it was It's a, a very weird episode. I like the idea that when Sam has an animal to talk to, mm-hmm. like that's the only person he can confide in. Oh, this dog had more more presence on screen than the female love interest. Like Michelle. the dog was like Arr! every time Sam would make a mention of seeing something, or I can see what you mean, and the dog's like, Arr! yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like uh, the dog is a musical genius. Sam was able to uh, play chopsticks with that dog. Here's another thing that was. Uh, sort of introduced in this episode that Al can make learning materials appear and disappear. But what about the fact that Sam uh, knows how to play the piano and played Carnegie Hall at 19? Yes, that is is what he... So, yeah, he says, well, you know, you know how to play the piano because you played Carnegie Hall when you were 19. Or you're going to do it. But he wasn't allowed to, to... to remind him of those things. Yeah, well, well, I completely didn't understand what he was getting at. I was like, wait, the blind guy did that or he did that? Like, Sam does that? He knows how to play the piano. Okay. So, a vague memory of when I read the the initial Quantum Leap novel. It's called Genesis. It's like an origin story uh-huh. for like the project and stuff. Sure. Uh, one of the threads, I think, is that Sam is kind of famous. Okay. Like, and at least, like, how does this kind of famous guy just disappear into the desert as ever seen again? But you know, Sam do- does like, you know, has played Carnegie Hall. He was he wrote scientific papers. He's a bit like Stephen Hawking. That, that's yeah. Gotcha. Go uh, he's a Neil deGrasse Tyson. One I mean, of the mom's dreamy. better lines. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm choking. One I'm of the die. one of the mom's better lines was the world is not carnations and tuxedos. Why, why that you, old chestnut? Yeah. Like, oh, that's a <laughs> you thing. know my mom used to tell me that all the time. That's a thing people say. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I liked I, I liked her. Why are you so mean to people? Well, because they're mean to me. Yeah. It's like well, because my husband left me. Right, right. Like maybe you should have been mis- nicer to I'm him. A miserable old crone. I don't yeah. Wanna... I mean, we don't get the from the father's perspective. Like all she says is, "Yeah, that bastard left me with a little daughter, and I got to raise her all by myself, and I'm bitter." I don't want to. Victim- I'm like you were probably not a big bundle of joy prior to that. I don't want to victim blame, and relationships are hard. But yes. she probably could have been nicer. Probably. <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah, and now the subplot here, and the reason that Sam is there is because he has to solve a murder. Uh, there's a strangler afoot in Central Park or wherever park it. That cop strangler? What a twist! It turns out to be a cop. I yeah. called that. Did anybody else pick up on that? Oh, here's this character that just shows up once. He must what? have something. To do I was going to say I was the only other character in the episode that had no purpose. It's just this cop neighbor. It just so happens in a city of millions of people that the strangler that Sam is there to apprehend and or do whatever while he's blinded by a flashbulb is his fucking neighbor in the apartment building. Yeah. What so, are the odds? So I do hate that in in um upcoming in an upcoming episode, uh, like at towards the end of the season, 
the murderer is completely disconnected to everything. Uh-huh. And it's genu- genuinely creepy. Okay. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. If it had been some, like, random strangler uh, afoot. What they should have done is, like, at least had a few establishing shots of the strangler, like, lurking in the bushes and you can't see who it is. Right. Like, there's a shadowy figure. Like, when the French woman just gets killed uh, off camera? Like, all I heard was some screaming. I don't think we saw, like, her go down. And then Jerry Orbach walks in and tells, <laughs> tells a joke, and it's a Law & Order episode. He just goes, oh, oh, oh. and then the, the music starts playing. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, just after, that this, we, after this, we should just go through all the Law & Order episodes. Ooh, no, there's like 100 million of them. <laughs> yeah, We'll be gone. dead long before we... Uh, Probably like 400, 500 episodes. Yeah. My grandchild. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll so be yeah. passing that podcast down to our ancestors. <laughs> uh, well, uh, to Sam our descendants. immediately gets his vision back the instant the mother and Michelle go off to the side to have a little talk or whatever. And then, Did he uh, think he was going to be blind forever, leaping from life to life, striving to see something? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I would have been like, no, obviously, as soon as I get to the next level, like all the status ailments are right. reset. Your health, your health resets. Yeah. You get full ammo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, the it's next... kind of like the end of the, each level in, in yeah. Super Mario yep. World 3. Exactly. Precisely. So the next episode is great. Uh, he's a radio DJ. Uh, and I love his reaction. Oh, my God. Oh I'm boy. a DJ. No, he doesn't give it an oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm a DJ. Oh, boy. Like, no, it's like, hey. oh, my God. I'm a DJ. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to play records. Well, no, I mean, it's hard. But, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> Get out of here. No, it's queuing up a record. Just leave. Well, I'll, I'll talk about uh-huh. my radio career next week. So, uh, one thing I wanted to cover, I, I found a continuity error Uh-oh. in this episode. Uh-oh. Nice. I, not me personally. It was just from the IMDb page. Um, the episode takes place in February 1964, when they show the New York skyline with the World Trade Center. <laughs> eight years before the yeah, World Trade Center definitely existed. a 1970s thing. Excellent. Excellent. It's <laughs> a good catch, Casey. That's why we. That's why you make the big bucks. Pay all the monies. <laughs> all right, that has been another episode of Ziggy Gets It Wrong. Episode what seven at this point? Yeah, six, seven. A I don't Quantum Leap podcast. Yeah, doing great. Yeah, I hope to get us added to some Quantum Leap podcast groups. There's like two. Listen, Brian, you don't do much when it comes to contributing, like in terms of the the, the flagship programs and things like that. So I, I'm going to leave this up to you. Okay. To disseminate this program yeah. as I go on to Reddit and yeah, be just like, hey, post the link. We we did an episode about uh, this show, and then immediately 150 comments. Well, you suck. You're gay. Get out. Leave. Please that, take a that seat. Would be, I would jump for joy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then we get to read all the comments. Yes. Yeah. No, uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Honestly, it, I go to family dinners. It's not much. That, it's that, that that much different. <laughs> shut up. You're gay. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. You're gay. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Oh. Right. No. No, Dad. What's the send off for this show? Have we established one? See you no. next leap. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. See you next leap is good. All right. See you next leap. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>